You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Justin, we have made it. We have officially hit that ending point for the quest. We have 101 downloads of our top episode. We did it. We did it. Yeah. We have reached we have reached two at least two goals. Yeah. And that's pretty good because the third goal is maybe what, 100 subscribers? Yeah, uh, Actually, 100 no. regular listens, yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah. I, and that might be, you know, a, a bold goal anyway, but we've we reached 100 total listens. We reached 100 topics, yep. 100 episodes. Now 100 listens on an episode. Like look at all the hundreds we've hit. Yeah, yeah, we have done a, a good job on the quest and now it is time to wrap up that quest. As uh, yeah. as the the man always said, or or at least said for you know like the past ninety episodes, uh, I am Brian. He is Justin. You have been on this journey, the quest for one hundred, and it's a little little sad sad day today. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. You know, I think we had kind of a you know our, our last topic which felt like you know it was the same format and that was really sad but this is this is it like this is we there's a reason why we had four more episodes and it's partly because we wanted to hit two years but it's also partly because we didn't want to end it and i think that there's this little residual like we need four weeks to figure this out and and live with the fact that we're not going to be on the quest anymore well, it's kind of crazy yeah and we were close enough to getting a hundred listens on that that yeah, uh, magic the yeah. gathering episode that we felt like if we extended it out just enough we'd, we'd get enough listens there so thank you to yeah. all who listened that you know as we've been doing the last four episodes we've been just kind of reminiscing on on each season so this season we will look back or this episode we will look back at season four which yeah. i will say felt like it flew by because yeah. we were we were well, in quarantine the whole time. Yeah. Well, I, I it's hard to to decide between because it definitely flew by, but it also just kind of blended together. Every day feels like Groundhog Day sometimes. So you know, I as I was going through these topics, I was like, oh, I even kind of forgot. I mean, this was only a couple of weeks ago when we did this, and I already forgot some of this stuff because yeah. I, you know, it's kind of weird how that worked. But I mean, this is this whole entire season, with the exception of maybe two times we met in person but the rest of them were either on zoom or, I think there's a few you know, more than that there's a few more than that but but very few that we met in person yeah because we, sure? we had two food episodes in person and then i think I... you you came you came to my house at least once okay maybe not i don't know but but anyways feel, yeah it's just been a lot a lot of virtual stuff and he, yeah. But, you know, I think this, you know, I'm excited to go through this, but this this season was interesting because we were kind of pulling out the, the last of the topics. So some of them were duds. Some of them were like ones we've been waiting on and we were really excited to talk about. And I think we found a little bit of a wheelhouse given the challenges that we were up against. I think we did a pretty decent job, you know, finding interesting things talking about you know interesting things so anyway yeah i'm excited to talk about yeah we started off with episode 76 and star wars and and i didn't realize how i was going to be the pop culture knowledgeable guy more than you were on this one and and i know i i'm not nearly the the expert on this because you know you you had some friends who comment made some comments about how we had some things that were wrong and all that couldn't believe some of the things we were saying, but uh, it was our third most listened to episode for season four, and but okay. but it only was number seventy five overall, which shows yeah, you just cause... how season four. I mean, in quarantine, people are listening to less podcasts, but we did yep. this all surrounding May the fourth. So just in terms mm-hmm. of time frame, we're at, we're at May fourth, 
of 2020. Yeah, yeah no, this one was a really awesome episode. And I think it was made be- that way. It was awesome because you and I both could relate, right? Like, I, yes, you were, you had more years of, of watching, but I had just watched the entire series of everything, including the Mandalorian. So I came into it fresh and excited to talk about it. You came in with a wealth of living it and uh, and it just led to really fun and decisive and or divisive, I guess I should say, you know, conversation. Oh, and yeah. that, that's what I love. Like we you yeah, know, the, your lightsaber light... batters, battles. Still oh, can't get over it's that. Legitimate. Over. I but but you know, I, I still I still will say like the the most fun I have on podcasts is when I get like angry reactions from people. That's what's great about it is because I, you and I both, one of the reasons why we do this show is we enjoy a little a fun, you know, debate and uh, not every episode, most episodes don't have a, a vivid one, but like we, this was one where we got into it yeah. and yeah. disagreed wholeheartedly on, on a couple takes, you know, the prequels and the lightsaber battles and some of the other stuff. So, you know, I I thoroughly enjoy this episode. It's very very rare for a pop culture episode to resonate with both of us, since ninety nine percent of them are <laughs> over your head, Brian. So this was it was refreshing. I was really excited. Um, I didn't realize it going into it, but it was an awesome episode. Yeah, yeah. And then we moved on to episode seventy seven with the bicycle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was trying to remember back to this one, and then I do remember one stat from my report, which was talking about how, you know, kids that ride bikes are fifty percent less likely to be overweight as adults, and I, I just that stuck with me. Where it's like, oh, like kids should be riding more bikes, <laughs> you know. It it, it just facilitates or helps encourage positive. Um, you know, taking care of your body and all that other stuff without them even realizing it. So that was like the one thing. And then the other thing I remember from that episode was the, the delusional thinking question mm-hmm. talked about wearing a helmet to yep. bed. Yep. And I, I haven't done it. I, I told you I, I was haven't done do it. it either, but it was, it, I told you too. And I, I thought we both uh, said we were going to do it. And we obviously didn't. I thought about it for a good two weeks afterwards. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I should do it. I should do it. And then I like forget about it when I'm, comes to the point where and i probably should just try it well didn't you pick the handcuffs though you'd rather sleep in handcuffs i did but i wanted to at least try one i don't oh. have handcuffs but <laughs> okay. i wanted to at least well. try you know the helmet one because i have a bike bike helmet and i was curious how how awful that would be yeah um, but uh yeah anyway I, I that was what i remembered from that episode so we went from bicycle to cornhole which um you know obviously lawn games uh, something that we you know touched a little bit on in there i didn't remember a ton from that i do remember the delusional thinking one every time it's one of those things where i I'm, maybe we all have this but i certainly have a vault of information or vaults of memories that only come alive when i'm in certain situations so like I can't remember a ton from that episode, but if I'm sitting here playing cornhole, like all of a sudden stuff pops in my, like I've played cornhole probably 10 times since that episode. This is, it was a summer and it was fun. And I just keep remembering like, Oh, like when I'm playing, I'm like, I could never hit five in a row, mm. you know, and that delusional thinking or whatever it is, you know, that type of thing. And so anyway, I, that was one of the things. And then the other thing I wanted to mention, um, you know, I talked about, or we discussed the best lawn game in that episode. Yep. And uh, we, we bounced around with a couple of things. I forget where I landed. I think I landed probably with Cornhole. But I, over the last couple months, not so much anymore because it's getting colder, but recently got into a game called Cube. And it might be my favorite lawn game out there. So I, I highly recommend if you're looking for a lawn game to go check it out. But basically, it's this old Viking game that you're trying to knock over pegs and it it it's hard to explain you have to be there brian i will teach it to you sounds um, like you're making some something point. up no look it up it's actually a lot of fun bought it on amazon and it was i like saw an advertisement for it and i was like oh i played that like 15 years ago and got it out and it's been the rave of the summer so um 
I definitely want to uh, teach you at some point. Huh. You will like it. It's competitive. Well, this was this was number one most downloaded for season four. Oh, but but it wow. still was only at number sixty eight overall. So yeah, you know, maybe this will yeah. come around and, and elevate more. And and then the only other note that I had was that cup check the the game that I talked about in the news segment. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw yeah. ads for that game because i was doing research on it and like looking it up i mm-hmm. saw ads for like months after yeah because yeah. google are, uh, and and just yep they just peppered me with ads to buy it, the game. you know it is funny you know uh, at least for me i'm sure it's the same for you like i one i am into many hobbies as it is so i do a lot of different things but then the podcast has its own subsect sections of different things and so if Google tried to profile me, yeah. they would be so confused. Yep. They're like, this guy loves, you know, beauty products. And also <laughs> he yeah. likes credit cards and jeans and cereal. And it's like, what? So anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went from, from cornhole over to cereal, like I just said. And, you know, I remember this was, I was definitely doing Whole30. I'm still mostly doing Whole30, but was definitely doing whole 30 at that point and that was maybe the most sugar i'd had in a long time <laughs> and i just the other part around it was because we did it was a food episode so we had we trialed it from each of our side it was a food episode without each other which might have been the first or second time we did it oh yeah i forgot uh, about that. that yeah yeah and you know it worked for the most part but yeah it would have been the first food episode that we did in quarantine yeah yeah, and um, yeah, I just remember the food being or the cereal being so processed, and it just—I was not a fan of. I don't remember really liking any of them. Yeah, um, I remember your time. your wife marking the ones that she wanted and yeah. and marking yeah. uh, ooh or yeah, yes, ew, yeah, for the ones that she didn't like. Yeah, um, I basically was like, you know, I ate what we ate that that day and i had not touched cereal since that was my note yep that was my note i have not had any of the cereal that i that i bought in those little you know fun size packages uh since that day so uh, if anybody needs cereal i've got some in my pantry (laughs) we then moved on to episode 80 and blue jeans and this was number two for season four uh number 78 or 72 excuse me overall and and my one takeaway from this was was the where the words came from. So the uh, gene fabric emerged from Genoa, Italy, and Nimes, France. So genes, the French word for Genoa, and then de mines for mines formed denim. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was the the topic of genes was interesting i think it was definitely a little bit cooler on the history side of it um where it came from i don't remember much stats from it i do remember the we had what was it something about jean shorts and canadian that? tuxedos canadian tuxedo. oh yeah you yeah. never heard of the canadian tuxedo right? yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah. that was i learned learned about that within the uh delusional thinking question yeah i forgot about that yeah and I think you I think you went with the tuxedo and I went with the with the the jorts, the jean shorts to wear for the rest of our lives. So that was that was a funny debate. Yeah. We then but, moved uh, on to episode eighty one with the credit card. And I don't really yeah. remember much about the credit card. And, and yeah. I mean I think we the the topic came up because you have so much touchless stuff and and Apple Pay and and all the different ways to to pay without a credit card and just the evolution behind it and I mean you almost never I I almost never have cash on me anymore um, yeah but it was interesting to to learn that the airlines were really the first major player in the credit card industry and that's that was kind of one of my big takeaways is is it was it's more company credit cards than like a mm-hmm. Visa or Amex or or those kind of big conglomeration of of uh, credit card companies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's 
I remember just on my front, I remember the numbers just being insanely high on how much money is out there and how much debt is out there too. You know, I think you and I operate differently than a lot of other people, you know, for that. So it's sometimes you forget that there's just so much credit card debt that people carry with them, you know, just to get by. Um, I remember that kind of sitting with me at that, after that episode. But yeah, so we went from credit cards to Bruce Lee, another uh, biop of uh, a, a person, an actor, a martial artist. And that one was a cool one. I, I you know, I think that fell into this category. Uh, there's a couple of them that I would have never otherwise watched Bruce Lee films. I would have never otherwise really learned, stopped to learn about him. And he, it was cool. Like it was a really cool story. And he was, you know, how he, you know, went through and grew up and his connections to the Seattle area. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Did you, did you know the connections to Seattle before this? I did not know. So, yeah. So that, I mean, I, I honestly didn't know much about Bruce Lee. I knew that he was this, you know, epic martial artist, but I, I didn't know much about him. So, watching the documentary, watching some of those movies, and then obviously doing some research with it. I, I really liked it. I, I thought uh, I enjoyed that week of, of research and, you know, thought it was good. Yeah, and we, we did that because of the uh, Be Like Water mm-hmm. um, yes. documentary that was coming out on, on um, ESPN. And, you know, just in terms of the time and the climate that we were in at that time with, you know, the things with George Floyd and... and just kind of race in America and and Mm -hmm. Bruce was a you know a very big part of that because you know we remember his relationship with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and and all of those Mm -hmm. things where he he really tried to break the boundaries that people had set uh based off of race um if you'll remember he he had the the uh what was it uh karate gym and yeah and he was teaching, you know, people who were not Chinese how to, you know, the the martial arts techniques and, you know, other um, gym, you know, owners were not happy with him because it was supposed to be this, this you know, cultural thing that only got taught to mm-hmm. the Chinese. And, and you know, that that was a big thing for him is, is it didn't matter what your color of your skin was. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it was just a very good topic at that time. Uh, just from mm-hmm. what America was going through, uh, one one interesting note is is Bruce's birthday is actually coming up in a, in about a week. So November twenty mm-hmm. seventh was his birthday. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we went from Bruce Lee to sunglasses. We're getting into the summer months here. Uh, now I'm a little sad because it's dark out right now and it's cold and wet here in Seattle and sunglasses reminds me of a happier sunny time when we could be outside a little bit more but regardless that was our topic what 83 and there's a couple things I was trying to remember from that but I, what I can say is that I have bought three pairs of gla- of sunglasses since that since episode. then? yes because and of? honestly probably because I was researching sunglasses and then I got advertised on Instagram for sunglasses oh that's probably what it was. Um, but I had been following, and maybe that's what, I, I didn't realize it, but it had been, it been, I probably bought them in August, and it probably was a month straight of just seeing Shady Rays, and I was seeing ads for them, and I'm like, yeah, these look cool, and they're pretty cheap, and they had deals, and I'm like, all right. And so I had, there was, it was like buy two, get one free type thing, and they were discounted, so it really was pretty inexpensive um, for the three pairs. But And then in the midst of that, I also found a bunch of other pairs of sunglasses. So I am pretty confident I have 15 to 20 pairs of sunglasses wow. right now. Wow. I mean, again, like probably 10 to 12 of them are cheap, you know, got for free type glasses. But yeah, I, I have like every color that's, you know, if I'm trying to match a wardrobe, I, I, I think I'm set. <sighs> Wow, that's that's crazy. I I mean, I I don't. I mean, as we talked about, I don't have that many because I always lose them. That's why I was wondering if you bought three because you lost two of them. 
Well, I lost one of them, but when I was cleaning some stuff out, I was like, oh, there's my Oakleys that I forgot that I had. And, you know, and I was then finding all these other ones. So now I have like a little box on top of my dresser that just holds all of my sunglasses and I still lose them. I still like I, I bought just recent ones and I just today for about a month, I had lost one of the pairs and I found it in my backpack. I'm like, oh. Oh, there it is. Like, wow. And now I have that back in my arsenal. Hmm. Well, we fortunately didn't lose episode 84. We moved on to gum with another food episode. And in terms of timing, the only thing that I have noted on here is just that uh, I just watched the Battered Bastards of Baseball, and, and hmm. uh, that was kind of where my news came from because it was the big league chew uh, actually was established by one of the, the per- people who are in that documentary. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was the story about the uh, Portland Mavericks independent league baseball team that uh, not too many people know about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I the only thing I wrote down here, because we did it, we, it was a food episode. Technically we did have gum that we had. And I remember the only thing I remember was that, a lot, some of the taste tests, like the flavor, was like there and gone. Yep. It was hard to differentiate some of the some of the flavors against or some of the brands against each other um, from a flavor standpoint. But oh, what was that weird one? Oh, there was like a the spark the you you got a men- Mentos yeah you was bought Mentos? a Mentos that was like a, a like it's super fruit. fruity something yeah, fruit that actually was that like you liked yeah you really like that yeah one. i did really like that and i i did remember eating those but i that the thing i was getting to though was that i i am not a gum person and i learned that you are yep i'm much more of a mint person um, than gum these days yeah I, i'll chew gum i mean I, I have a little gum like canister in my like cup holder of my car so basically every morning yeah. i have a piece of gum yep yeah makes sense well we went from gum to uh a guest episode this was was this our first guest guest episode during the quarantine yeah so we we went out on a limb here we had a uh one of my old friends jen come onto the podcast talk about friends yep and uh you know th- this show this episode was, you know, interesting talking to someone who has lived and breathed it since, you know, day one and has watched. Do you remember how many times she watched it? I was trying to remember that. I number. thought she said like 15. Yeah. So, like, watched the same show, however many episodes that was, 15 times. Like, I am a die hard Office fan, and I don't think I'm anywhere close to 15 times through. Like that's that's a lot. Yeah, and and you she said to, she like, would do it a lot in the background. Else. She it was a lot in the background, yeah. but I was still even thinking about that as I was watching a show on Netflix the other day. I'm like, I got through one episode in a full week. Like that's that's all I could commit <laughs> is one episode. So I don't understand yeah. how people get through so many shows every yeah. week. It's like, well, I can barely get through one or two episodes each week. Yeah. Yeah, that and that's where I mean, I am a big TV show guy. I've watched so many um, shows out there. But my big thing is, you know, yes, I enjoy certain shows and I will rewatch them over and over again. Um, But if push came to shove and there was an opportunity to watch something that I haven't seen yet, like a new episode of a show that I enjoy, I'm choosing that all the time because, you know, I want to keep growing my knowledge and arsenal and pop culture and I like new content so yeah so it was just was shocking and but but the the concept or the um having jen on there and she she really knew the show well oh, and yeah. she brought a, a, yeah. a fresh fresh expertise to the show it's one that that i you know had seen and appreciated and you not as much but uh but i thought it was it was a good conversation yeah i mean and of course she had to quiz us and I did not do well because I had no clue <laughs> about any yeah. of the things that that she was asking about. So, But then we moved on to emojis. 
And my note here mm-hmm. is the fact that in 2015, the face of face with tears of joy became the Webster's word of the year. Do you remember that? Tears of joy. So the crying. The word. Oh yeah, that's right. Crying. Yes. It, yeah. it wasn't actually a word that year that they selected. They they decided that emojis had become such a big part of our culture that that an emoji needed to be the word of the year. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it was a cool history too. Like when you went over that and just kind of learning. I mean, you could argue hieroglyphics and all that other stuff, but just getting to where it is today. Um, and I, I think the one thing I noted was the my my news source was actually an article written about how there was just like crazy buzz around this phrase. It is what it is, but it was like these emojis of, it was like a Gen Z thing and like how they were reacting to things. And it's like an eye two or eye lips and then another eye and just like staring deadpan at it. And I have since used that emoji formation to tell like, am I, if I'm in a situation where I'm just like, it is what it is. And I'll just put like really that and just see like if anyone knows what it means. So I've used it a handful of times in like funny work situations. So did anybody uh, pick up on it? Nobody knew. And then I like, I had to explain it to one person, but, but it was, you know, I'm trying to be hip. Yeah. Like, like those Gen Zers. Wow. <laughs> Then we moved on to episode 87 with handball. And we picked handball because we were looking for an obscure sport from the Olympics because the Olympics should have started at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sad that we we didn't get Olympics this year. Obviously delayed until 2021, hopefully, I think. Uh, But uh, I remember one thing in particular one vivid thing that immediately when it came to mind in handball was because I did a lot of research into the stats around the best players and Mikel Hansen, he has this, he's this big dude and I can picture him so vividly to this day. And maybe because I was just in shock when I saw him, but he's just this big, tall dude with long flowing, like blonde hair. Mm. And he just, like he for will forever be what I think handball players are. <laughs> and I know that like he's just one person and he doesn't represent everybody, but like that is handball to me forevermore. And it's funny how that just stuck with me and all the things that I probably that stuck with me more than most of these other topics, weirdly, was that image of him and this this massive human being with long flowing hair just so good at this so dominant at this sport well um, i i remember i could not believe that you had actually played handball mm-hmm. and, yeah. and yeah in college when we talk about handball we're not talking about what some people may think of handball is kind of like the wall ball racquetball with yeah. your hand this is team handball yep yeah yeah that was i i that was something i learned too was that not everybody has played it was <laughs> it's not like a common rec sport but uh, it is so it is so much fun. I, I wish, like, handball is one of those things. I, I bet there's leagues around in the Seattle area. Obviously not during right, right now, but it, I think we could get a team together, Brian. I think you would enjoy it a lot. Uh, I think we could be it would be fun to play out here. Mm, sure, sure. <laughs> so we took handball. We went on to Pop Tarts, another quarantine food episodes. I remember, I'm trying to remember back to that. I remember watching some old commercials and taglines that uh, from that episode. I remember the Pop-Tarts being very disappointing, for me at least. And I'm pretty sure well, I did not eat any of the leftovers. Yeah, I mean, we tried the unfrosted, right? We tried the, the regular strawberry. We tried yep. the strawberry with frosting. You know, we just kind of tried all the, the gamut. And yes, you're right, like... We tried them toasted versus untoasted yes. um, and, and tasted the difference between those. So I, I will say that I had I had some Pop-Tarts as kind of a dessert, uh, the brown okay. sh- cinnamon brown sugar, uh, for a f- few weeks after that, just to kind of finish off the pack there. But I haven't touched any of the strawberry, any of the, the yeah. 
unfrosted like no none of those were very good but but i do remember i think didn't you have a stat where it was like the pop tart versus like ice cream and the the amount of sugar and like calories oh, yeah yeah was like I did. on it, par yeah they're about the same so there was a couple things so that was one i'm glad you remembered that one because i forgot that one the other thing that popped in my head was that there is more sugar I think more sugar and calories in the non-frosted versus the frosted. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And so that was like, or, or maybe it's, I think it was just more calories, maybe not more sugar, but more calories. Well, and I think our theory on that was that, that the frosted made for less filling. And so yeah. the unfrosted had more filling. Um, yeah. So thus had more calories and, and, I yeah. can't remember if you if it actually was sugar, but um, the the only note that I had on there was that it was interesting that uh, Kellogg's, who was the maker of of Pop Tarts, actually this was a reaction to Post, who had started making Country Squares that were kind of the the oh yeah Streusel that's right um, yeah competitor, but but it wasn't this original idea that Kellogg's had. It was actually. You know, posts that came up with it first but nobody really knows about country squares anymore yeah yeah that's there's actually yeah there's a decent amount of nuggets in that episode i yeah. like that yeah and and speaking shocking. about things that people don't really know about much anymore or know anything about anymore we went on to episode 89 with the ancient wonders of the world mm-hmm. yeah this was uh this was for me one of the hardest episodes to research yeah. because it's well, I mean, really hard to ancient. find stats on things that are ancient and some things that aren't even believed to be real. Yeah. I mean, or debated to be real. Yeah. But I, I did like the the history. I did like learning about some of the stuff or just the lore uh, in some cases of what these things were. I think we might have learned about them in high school or something like that but either way it it was a, an interesting topic you know hard to to mold into our format but it was an interesting topic i think the biggest thing that i learned from that one was just the fact that you think about some of these things like the wonders of the world you think about some of them and they're actually not ancient they're just you know other some of the other mm-hmm. categories of the wonders of the world even though they feel old, like the ancient wonders of the world are very, very old. Like the pyramid is the only one that still exists today. So pyramid of Giza. I just can't remember why we decided to do this. I don't know why either. Sometimes things show up on our show doc that we're like, how did that get there? Well, okay. I think that's interesting. And then we do it. (laughs) Um, You know, I, 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 I think we got better at it in the later seasons of finding moments in time where it made sense, but sometimes there's just nothing going on. So I don't think anything was related to, you know, early August related to the ancient wonders. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, after ancient wonders, we had episode 90, which was Woodstock. Uh, we did that episode because the Woodstock was live on eight fifteen. Um, so we released or, you know, around eight thirteen, So right around there. And I, I really enjoyed this episode. This one shocked me. I, I enjoyed hearing the history. I, I really enjoyed the stats. There was interesting facts in there. Like who, uh, like I really liked the ticket scenario that they went through mm, and how like yeah. they had to, you know, just had people storm the area and like yep. tickets weren't even valid. People were already in the area before the ticket booze even went up. So yeah. Yeah. Like the chaos of that. And then, uh, I remember, you know, some of the stuff that stuck with me was just the, the artists that turned down performing at Woodstock. And for the various reasons, I thought that was really cool. So yeah, I honestly like you know, we we did a couple music episodes, music related episodes. I think that was probably my favorite one, and and again, kind of like Bruce Lee, a topic that I it, there's so you know it, like you know Woodstock, but you don't really know Woodstock unless you really 
take time to learn about it. And and that one I just enjoyed learning about. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And then we moved on to episode 91 with Hot Wheels. And I got to tell you, I actually started playing a, a Hot Wheels video game on my iPad. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, it's like a little driving game that you compete against a couple other Hot Wheels cars and you go down the track and you like flip and I don't know it, it was <laughs> it popped up one day as an ad and I, I was like oh that looks, kind of looks kind of cool and then I got a little addicted to it and I've t- tamed off since then but it's like oh yeah. weird that, that is that's pretty funny I, I can't I can't relate to that but uh, I, I didn't have a ton of uh, takeaways from that episode I it was you know, I remember the big crazy collections that certain people had and the value of some of the, I think, you know, some of the cars go for thousands of dollars. I remember that much, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was all right. And then we went on to episode 92 with the mattress. We did. (laughs) (laughs) We did. You know what? You know what? The reason we did it because I felt like I need a new mattress. I still have not gotten a new mattress. You've bought yourself a Peloton, but you can't <laughs> get yourself a new mattress. I know. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I have nothing really to add to this. I remember there were some stories that I had of getting my new mattress and the kind of impressiveness of online um, mattress sales these days, but it it was all right. If you're a big mattress person, go back and listen to that one. But uh, it's I, I want to meet you if you're a big mattress person. I mean, it, it was kind of interesting to know why we sleep on a mattress. You know, like some people sleep on the ground sure. and all that kind of stuff. Where it all came from, but uh, yeah, yeah, meh, meh, yeah, meh is is right. We rolled uh, from meh into uh, a guest episode with uh, the lottery. And we had uh, one of my oldest friends, Scott, on the podcast. And he he was interesting. Like the, the episode, a lot of times when we do the or did the guest episodes, almost every one, it was related to some level of pop culture and lottery was not. Um, so it was kind of a good balance of finding someone who probably was, you could argue was the most professional or equipped expert. He may not have been the most knowledgeable because there's some people that are so passionate about, you know, what they or what they're, you know, what they have fun with. But I thought it was an interesting, engaging conversation. Scott had 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 bounced around with the New Jersey and Virginia and Boston lotteries. Um, so he had an interesting perspective from backup house. Yeah. And and, um, you know, I thought it was interesting that how historically like it's, it's just been forever since people have been doing these kind of lotteries for fundraising for governments and and it's just been you know back into the medieval ages where even they were doing some type of raffle drawing type of thing to mm-hmm. help fund you know various needs throughout the community so that that was kind of an interesting takeaway i will say a lot of these guest episodes are your friends i do have friends just just so people know i do have friends do have friends i just have one most of them are very interested in sports two i i don't really talk to them about random stuff like this so i don't find a random like topic to for them to be an expert on we talk about sports it's it's so funny like i have i have sports friends or friends that are really passionate about sports but you can't you don't bucket i mean me you know if i i guess i will say this if you have friends that are similar to you that I am not surprised they're not on that podcast <laughs> because they're not going to want to talk about an episode or a show or a movie or whatever True. Like, because you know they, they only know sports yeah. or they only know you know it might maybe maybe you could have you know brought in a sock expert I feel like you probably have a friend that's like really big into socks you know more and more people <laughs> I figure out are sleeping with their socks on so just well, saying yeah. just saying <laughs> But uh, uh, I digress, and we digress, and, and we moved on to episode 94 with Formula One. I think with this episode, I it opened up. There's certain episodes 
you watch a certain piece of content, you read a certain thing and it opens up your mind to exploring it more. And this one is one that I have on the docket for something I want to get more into. Not, not necessarily from a, I want to watch all the races and everything, but, um, but I, I, the, the series that's on, on Netflix and I'm blanking on what it's called. You probably remember it, but, uh, yeah, I, I watched a couple of episodes of that and I, I, thought that perspective was really cool and there's you know even just having all these teams that have this i forget if it was from my research or that show but all the teams that compete for years and years and years and don't win yep and there's so much money in it and yeah and and by the way the the series is uh drive to survive because essentially that's what they're doing right like some of these companies or these teams, you know, they're not even competing for first place. Like they're competing to place or podium one race, you know, right. just to to finish in the top half sometimes, and which is a crazy thing to think about in sports. Like to compete, but you're not really even able to compete at the highest level in that sport. Yet you still go out and do it every time, and you just know you're not going to get first place almost. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is wild. Um, what goes into that. And again, you know, there, there are episodes like this that remind me of why in some cases, why we did this podcast, not only for the conversation, but just to explore new paths that, you know, not many, it's niche. It's really niche and not many people know about it and not many people, uh, watch and all that other stuff. And so those things are really cool for, I really enjoy learning about stuff like that. And yeah. so um, I, I thought it was a cool episode. Yeah. I mean, you, you talk about why we did this, ep- uh, this podcast. It, it really is, you know, we, we love to debate, but then also wanted to find out some of these episodes and, and, you know, we didn't have the best debate on this formula one episode, but I feel like we still both took away so much from it because we learned so much and, and yeah, we yeah. had we had some flops like the mattress and and you know didn't have a takeaway sure. or or really a debate on it. And but sometimes we we kind of surprised ourselves uh, mm-hmm. in in the the learnings that we took away. And, and that's what I always would tell people. It's like I wasn't really doing this for you know listeners. I was doing this to learn more things and and learn mm-hmm. about things that I hadn't you know already known about. And and I think we we did a good job at that but then yeah. we also had a lot of fun because in episode 95 we went on to our french fry episode and mm-hmm. and toured a fry around <sighs> Tour de fry. the the south center area here in in uh seattle taquilla area to taste a bunch of french fries mm-hmm. yeah this was a this was a lot of fun i mean one because we had felt comfortable enough to be in the same car with each other and, and do this podcast. And so it was kind of refreshing to be back in person uh, for, for the quest. But, um, but on top of that, I mean, how do you not love fries? Like we, and we, we got to do what everybody thinks about doing, but doesn't really have the time or make the effort or whatever to do it. You know, I had so many people tell me, you know this was we talked about doing fries for a while like it was on the list and um and i had so many people say i want to be a part of that i want to do it with you i want and i you know if it wasn't quarantining you know or wasn't COVID and all this other stuff it might have been a fun like group episode because so many people really wanted to be a part of it and make their own opinions and all that so i i really enjoyed it um you know i feel like i i have takes on fries now that i wouldn't have otherwise had and so yeah i thought it was it was really good yeah it was enlightening on on a lot of different levels and Mm -hmm. i mean uh, if you haven't listened to that episode i think you should but but really Mm -hmm. our takeaway was and everybody loves the the chick-fil-a fries but Mm -hmm. what we determined is the chick-fil-a fry needs the sauce and if you like a sauce that they provide, then you're golden. But yeah. as an overall standalone fry, they're kind of middle of the ground. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, yeah, and you never really think about that unless you're really intentional in it. But and then remember the sauce. The sauce didn't taste as good when it went with any with of the, the other, other fries. Yeah, yeah. It's like the perfect combination. I mean, it's the waffleness of the, yeah. the distribution of. For sure, for sure. Some some special about it. But yeah, I I'm with you, Brian. Like really fun episode. I, I probably one of the better ones of this season, and um, definitely would recommend if you have not listened to that to go back and listen to that one. And then we went on uh, to episode 96 with Amazon. Yep. Yeah, Amazon. You know, I didn't remember a ton from this. Do you remember, remember Re- Relentless.com? Oh, yes. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, I. that is a really cool thing um, that they... It, they it, if that. you haven't listened to that episode, just visit Relentless.com. And mm-hmm. it will actually direct you to Amazon because that was yeah. that was something that Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, he actually liked the the name of Relentless rather mm-hmm. than than Amazon. Um, and so the Amazon that we know and love was almost known as Relentless.com, but he loved it so much that he kept the domain name. So the domain name still directs to Amazon. Yes. Um, yeah, that was. That was kind of a cool, fun fact um, come from that. The other thing, more of a recap from it, we talk, you talked about getting advertisements for things. Yeah. If you remember our delusional thinking, we were trying to see if we could spend oh, you know, yes. as much money in a certain yep. amount of time. Yep. So now I get advertisements for like- Watches. $10,000 watches and stuff on Amazing. Amazon. Amazing. And I'm just like- Oh, this hurts me so much because I'm a big fan of targeted marketing. I, I market for a living. And when it's not targeted to me, and I know this isn't for me, but they also are smart enough to know it kind of was for me, uh, it's frustrating because uh, I'm never going to buy a $10,000 watch. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So we went from Amazon to Legos. Excuse me, Lego, Lego. Lego, Lego. No S um, no S on it, as we learned. Yes, yes. And yeah, and that was honestly one of the biggest learnings from it is, you know, how the S is not really a part of that. And uh, I remember learning, I call it, but the commonly you call it Legos, but it's really just Lego. Yeah. The, the, the bricks, the company is Lego. Right. So the bricks themselves in plural are Legos. Right. And it's and that's only an American thing. Like we call it Legos, yeah. but other places call it, you know, I think it's like a group of Lego or something like that, like uh, a bushel of Lego. But uh but yeah, that was the one thing I got from that. But we we took that episode, we went we just were getting in one last food episode and uh we did guacamole. Yeah. And I, I forget why it landed on guacamole. I think we were tossing around avocado and some other stuff, but um, this was, this was a fun one because we had, uh, it was another food episode, obviously. So we had some store-bought, we had some fast food chain, and then we had some homemade each, you and I both made one. Uh, and I, I was so enamored by the actual eating that I forget a lot of the history and the stats of that episode. But I do, the biggest takeaway is we both made pretty crappy guacamoles. I, my um, my note is all capital. More salt. Salt. More salt, yes. <laughs> and mine is be less adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but but Chipotle but, uh, Chipotle makes yes the, by far and away Fantastic. the best guacamole apparently at least yeah. from what we tried we tried you know a so, handful of them so Don't. I have I have a secret Brian so I well not really a secret but I was watching the football game a few weeks back and uh, we had two friends over and I made a whole thirty recipe of burgers on sweet potatoes but it called for guacamole on top of it. And so I was like, well, I don't trust myself making the guacamole. So I went to Chipotle, 
picked up their guac brought it back and then added it on as if it was like homemade oh. and like it was it was great like no one said anything about yeah. it but like it was it was really good yeah um it's really good probably guac. thought i you know made it it's just perfect tried to replicate it recently it it's really hard to replicate really? it well even with the recipe i need the perfect avocados to be able to do it hmm. interesting and then episode 99 was our last guest episode of pokemon Yep. Yeah. So another one of my friends uh, again, <laughs> but uh, our, our good good friend Alex, uh, friend of the show, been been a been a watcher for a long time. He listener, he, he got on late listener. Yeah. Sorry, listener for a long time. Uh, he got on the bandwagon late, but he had been a steady listener for for a while, and um, and he was a big Pokemon uh, fan. He he played pretty much every video game possible. Um, certainly on the handhelds that that came out, so he was very um, very knowledgeable in that thing, much more than even I, and I enjoy it a lot. So it was it was fun. It was fun, kind of living in the past and reminiscing about you know the old games and the cards and all that other stuff. It's funny because a couple of weeks ago, well, not even a couple of weeks ago, I would say a couple of days ago, I had this dream where a new Pokemon game was coming out. And I actually had an opportunity to buy it before everyone else. And I was, I, I was like so excited about it. But then I was also like, I don't really play Pokemon. So I don't know why I'm so excited about being the first one to buy this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Pokemon and Magic the Gathering, some of these other ones that we've learned about, you know, you being a competitive person, you know, I, I do think that there are pieces within those topics or you know brands or collectibles or whatever you want to call them but just i think that you could get latched on just because of the competitive nature and the addictiveness of like a handheld like playing pokemon is actually kind of addicting and it's simple and but it's still competitive and you're fighting for everything and i could see you getting attached to something like that maybe not the collectible cards but just like the competition aspect of it even if Pokemon itself is, you know, kind of foreign. Yeah, but but I I don't want to lose too. That that's the problem is is I I want to if I don't know what I'm doing, I'm I'm not likely to get into it because I don't like to lose on that competitive side. Sure. So sure. Speaking speaking of not losing, we finish out our hundredth episode with a man. I don't know if he's ever lost, James Bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I am happy looking back. Uh, you know, we could have ended on mattresses. We could have ended on, you know. <laughs> no, no, we really couldn't have ended on mattresses. <laughs> we would have, we would have signed on for another year just so we couldn't end on that episode. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm glad we landed on, on something as, as cool as James Bond. You know, it was our, we called it our 007 or 00 episode because it was episode 100. But, this one kind of falls in a similar light to the Star Wars, um, you know, not quite to the same level, but really, really solid debates. Interesting, you know, history. I got really immersed in this world. I watched, I think, seven or eight movies in that, you know, week or two time period um, just to kind of get mostly caught up. And again, like, I have no reason to go back and watch an old Bond movie, but this podcast got me to do that. And that, again, whatever you make of this podcast and this project that we had, like those are the things that I will take out of this where I'm like, you know what? Like I educated myself in a way that I wouldn't have otherwise done and and had fun with it. Like I, I was a cool episode and so much hate on the opinions that we have, especially mine. A lot of people hate mine because... Nobody likes Pierce Brosnan, apparently, but, um, but I, you know, I, I think he's you just, just loved, fine. You just loved playing Goldeneye. That's really what it was. You, you loved Goldeneye, I, and and that translated to the character in the movie, and that's that's where your love came but from. But he's good. He's good in that movie. Like, but yeah, not when you've I seen the know. other ones first. Which, which you know, we do have to to pay homage to you know number one bond and sean connery who just passed passed mm-hmm. away a couple of weeks ago 
Um, yeah. You know, and and fortunately, we. I mean, I guess in retrospect, it's kind of interesting that we talked about him just a few weeks before he passed. Yeah. And and we're able to kind of reminisce on on his one of his biggest roles. Yeah, honestly, I think it was, and and that was something also cool about this. And again, you know, it's really sad to see him go because I feel like I I know his work a little bit more intimately but up until then you know obviously indiana jones was an important role for him but like one of the roles that i remember and this is so pathetic but it was like league of extraordinary gentlemen which isn't a good movie but that was a role that i remembered him in because he was on top of the world heck a lot of people know sean connery because of snl and <laughs> um, yeah. you know making fun of him uh and Alex Trebek, which unfortunately we lost him too uh, yeah. here recently. But uh, but yeah, I think the I don't know it it, it was really cool to just in, know his work a little bit better and um, what he was known for, which was which was being Bond. Uh, well, and I didn't even realize how he was ninety years old. I didn't realize yeah. that he was that old. Yeah. You know, I've, I because uh, The Rock was was kind of an you know, right in my wheelhouse as I was growing up, um, you know, mm-hmm. early teens. And, and so I remember, you know, seeing him in that and, and obviously the James Bond movies, but, um, yeah, kind of, kind of sad to see him go. Obviously he, he was so impactful on, you know, that movie series and, and everything kind of hard to transition into, to, you know, the, the end of our episode here, uh, following yeah. that you know but uh, but but let's let's spin it because you know obviously sad that was our last episode and you know lost a legend you know just recently with with sean but um but you know i i get we talked about this i think this has been kind of a really fun project i you know i'm i'm curious brian like do you what what were some of your favorites you know if you had to list them out um, I have my top five. You don't necessarily have to have five, but Ooh. what were your favorite episodes in in the hundred topics that we did? Yeah, I, I don't know if I can order them necessarily, but I, I will say the fries episode was one of them. Okay. The milk episode was also another one of them. Yeah. Uh, the Magic the Gathering uh, was yeah. was up there as well. Let me find two more. Um, I mean, I think I think just from the controversy, the socks is, is okay. gonna yeah. gonna be yeah. a contender in that top five. And then you know, I, I might throw in. What am I gonna throw in as my fifth? Probably. It's tough. Tough to tough to to pick a last one. I yeah. might I might go with Saturday Night Live question mark oh interesting okay that was a, that was a good episode it's a fun topic what about you well so mine I, I'd, I'd actually ordered them too because I had a little extra time to think about it my number well may I'll do a reverse order my number five was Milk um, okay Okay. Very close to going with fries there, but milk kind of was a man. We just knocked it out of the park early on with that one. Fries just, didn't make the top five. It didn't. It didn't, wow. and it was really close because I think fries will probably be number six because I really did like that episode. But I have, I have some others in here. So my number four, almost kind of like your sock episode, maybe Beanie Babies. Oh, because yeah, yeah. because it was just so crucial in my childhood. I. Honestly, of all the topics we did, I felt like I came in with, like, if we had a, a podcast, like that had more of a following, I think I could bring something to that podcast. Like, I could bring in expertise that not anyone really. You has. could be the expert. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I just enjoyed that one. There's a lot of natural, you know, reminiscing of things in that episode that I really had fun with. And uh, so that was number four. Number three for me was actually Marvel comic books. Mm. This was our first really successful guest episode with, with John Listener X. 
and um, just with the format and I really liked the just like personally I liked the topic itself and then I it came from a perspective of someone who lived through it in a different way than I li- have lived through it and so I I you know I just really like that and we had a lot of other really cool guest episodes throughout um, but that one was just kind of stuck with me number two was Star Wars we talked about that one I think that was really fun debate um, again got really immersed in it so it was kind of fun to to talk about that uh, and then number one is Magic the Gathering I think it just was overall well-rounded good expert good passionate person um, and then again a topic that just destroyed my life for like a couple months um, because I in a good way got really into it so you know I think those would be my, my favorite ones really but, only one food in the top top five yeah yeah and you know I love food don't get me wrong um, I also like a good engaging pop culture conversation and you know those top three were good because of the either the guest or our passion for it hmm. and so from in terms of run of show I thought that those were some of the more successful ones interesting so. yeah well uh, the reason I asked about the food because I, I loved doing the food episodes and I feel yeah. like I feel like that's the, the the logical I guess transition to what's next for us because mm-hmm. we both love food and yeah. we've kind of kicked around this idea of of doing a food podcast and, and we're not a hundred percent sure on the f- format but we know that we want to start trying different foods and mm-hmm. we're going to need some help from our listeners we w- we need to find some listeners who have never tried foods before because we yep. either want to try them with you for the first time or we want to have you react to trying them for the first time and just kind of go on another little adventure as we kind of close out the quest for 100 yeah yeah i think you know like you said we if you really go back in terms of quality of of topic and excitement around topic that the best topic we loved was food um you know we had a wide range of things on on all these other topics and pop culture and all this other stuff but food was a staple for us and we really enjoyed it we both love to eat we both love um explore i know i i'm a big person who will try mostly any type of food and um i like learning about it too so i think what what we're looking to do with this and again we're still fleshing it out but we'll probably do something more like a once a month thing a little bit more casual and you know it's not going to be the same format as the quest we're gonna you know it's going to be more conversational more you know exciting in terms of um you know, storytelling and learning about people and how they may not have, or why haven't you tried a certain type of food? And I, I don't know. I, I think I'm excited for the conversation. I'm excited for fresh perspectives. Um, so, you know, there's certainly more to come. And, you know, as we build this out, we will be sharing with, with you all in, in various ways of what our next project will become. But, um, but definitely we're not, we're not fully going away. We're gonna we're starting something fresh. We're yeah, do something different. Yeah, the 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 quest it might be complete, and we might have made it to one hundred. But uh, I think we both decided that we we enjoy enjoy this a little bit too much. But mm-hmm. a weekly thing maybe yeah. is getting a little taxing on both of us. Because yes. I mean, if you think about it, we're spending you know an hour and a half or two hours recording this but on top of our research and everything you mm-hmm. know maybe another hour to two hours sometimes three so that ends up adding up to a lot of time of commitment that we've had yeah. over the the last two years which has been fun don't get me mm-hmm. wrong i i think i i don't regret it at all yeah. i think i think we've found our niche though and the mm-hmm. things that we are passionate about and you know where 
we are actually going to be able to enjoy every episode and Mm -hmm. everything that we kind of can put into it um, is going to be something that we enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that's, we, um, you know, with, with COVID and everything else, like we got into kind of a, you know, a machine to, to get everything done and, and no, that was fun along the way, but it definitely became more taxing. So I think, you know, doing kind of going back to our roots of just you know interesting things that we want to learn about we want to talk about and we're pretty confident I mean we we bounce some of these ideas off some other people and there's there's some intrigue on you know this concept um, so we may bring back some guests that have already been on the show and talk about different things we may we may explore I mean all sorts of things um, but we're going to come at you with a really cool product. I, I guarantee you that if, if you're, if you're listening to this, um, it's going to be unique and um, I'm excited for kind of what we got, got coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, Justin, I, I can't thank you enough for, for going on this journey with me. I, I can't believe that, you know, this started over some, some, you know, round table discussion and, and kind of our heated debates that, that we might have, you know, at, at gatherings and, and, uh, mm-hmm. we actually did it. We actually, we actually went I two know. years of this and we, we got a hundred listens. Yeah, man. I, I, I say the same to you, man. Like it's, it's crazy. You know, nobody can question our dedication to anything ever anymore. Yep. I mean, we, we went all in, we did a podcast. Heck, you didn't even listen to a podcast before we started recording. Like, and then you did two years of straight recordings. It's it, it is really been a blast. And you know, sure, we trudged along for some of them, but I, I really enjoyed this. I learned so much. I feel like we've became closer as friends, yeah. which is really cool. And you know, I I'm, I again, I I'm happy. I'm excited that we we come went through this and completed this and did this together i you know i will not forget about this this will be something i tell my grandkids about that i have a podcast you know it's maybe it'll be on my resume it's gonna be pretty cool yeah we uh we did this yeah yeah all right well i guess uh, uh we'll see everybody on the flip side and and whatever you know we'll we'll definitely promote what what we've got coming you know probably we're thinking after the new year and, and kind of a fresh start on everything. But, you know, we also said maybe if, if, if a topic comes up that we really like, we, we might start it up earlier, but, um, you know, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll do it in December. I don't know, January, just be on the lookout for, for what we've got next. And, and, you know, it's going to be fun for sure. Yeah. And I, I'll say one last thing, Brian, you know, I, we, we wouldn't, we do this, yes, for us and our education, but, and for the fun of it, but at the same time, like there's people listening right now and have been listening for two years and just the dedication of people that want to hear what we have to say and have Somehow. You know, fun know with that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I hope that you know, even if there's one topic or one person that has been changed in a positive way and learned something or, you know, laughed once or whatever, like, I think that's great. Like even the debates, that's awesome. It's good. It's good to have conversation about stuff like that. And so honestly, I, from the bottom of, I'll you know speak for you too, Brian, but from the bottom of our hearts, like, thank you all for, for those who have been here you know, through it all, um, you know, we, we appreciate you. And, um, and really, we, we hope that what we come at you with um, here in, in a month or two, um, you know, is, is going to even bring another level of, of expertise to you guys. Yep. Well, the quest for 100 is complete.